Okay, so we've been talking a lot about the mind and the soul and all that jazz and religion and politics and facts and fiction and, and that whole dichotomy, okay? And what it has me thinking about is are carnivores more thoughtful and herbivores more soulful? So what I'm what I'm the way I'm conceptualizing this whole dichotomy of what you're split into. So we're we're all split into there's two component parts of us. I've explained. I've talked about this before, and just to flesh it out a little bit more, we're somewhat or we're somewhat made up of our souls, which don't speak English, and then so the soul is the realm of feelings and emotions, and then our minds, that's the realm of articulated speech and thought and words and language. Okay, but what has me think? What what I'm thinking about at the minute is in relation to nature. So. Are carnivores more thoughtful and herbivores more soulful? Okay, so the idea is that particularly the social animals, the the social carnivores, so think of wolves and lions, okay, very social and pack hunters. Now, in order to hunt in a pack, or at least to hunt effectively in a pack, you need to be coordinated, Okay, you need to be communicating amongst yourselves. There needs to be a common goal, and that common goal needs to be understood. If everybody just goes running at the closest fucking dinner, then your dinner just scatters in a million directions, and you go hungry and starve to death. Okay, so social carnivores in particular, they communicate with each other, but they don't use language like we do, at least not that we're aware of. I think, no, I think it's fair to say that we're aware that they don't use language at least not in the same way that we do and that I suppose is what has me thinking if the mind is all thought and articulated speech maybe other animals so animals distinct from humans don't have minds as such but they have souls okay so I've spoken briefly before about how your soul can communicate and I'm going to flesh that out a little bit more okay so these are commands or cries or calls or sounds or whatever label you want to put in them that the soul does understand. These aren't words. The things that I'm going to list out here aren't words. It's not language. But it does convey a meaning, okay? And the soul is where all meaning and feelings and emotion live, basically. So the first one I have here is, huh? Which basically means, what the fuck is going on here? I don't understand. Then there's, it's funny, there's two hmms, okay? So there's a high-pitched hmm, which is hmm, and that's something that's interesting, okay? And then there's a low-pitched hmm, which is hmm, and that's, I don't believe you, you lying prick, okay? Ha! That's another one. That's funny. Ah! You know, I'm fucking terrified. What the fuck is after happening? Okay? Ah, which is a variant on I'm terrified what the fuck is happening, but it means I understand. Mmm, is delicious. <gasps> okay, that inhalation, okay? <gasps> it basically means, oh my God, what the fuck? Okay, aha, that means I finally get it, okay? And I don't know how well this is going to be picked up, but bear with me. Okay, that noise, or as we'd otherwise call a tut, is essentially the vocal equivalent of an eye roll. Okay, now, what does an eye roll mean? It's funny, again, like all things that are 
to do with the soul it's hard to put into words it's a it's a it's a defining characteristic of the soul if you have something that's hard or impossible to put into words that's a fucking big giant massive sign that says what you're dealing with here is is a matter of the soul okay so all those sounds that i made there and the explanations that i gave for them they're not words that's not language but it sure is shit communication because if anybody does any of those things to you or if you do them yourself you know exactly what the fuck is up so back to the 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 carnivore and the herbivore analogy there's something i don't know the, the what i have in my mind's eye is a lion lying in the long grass minding its own fucking business and the next minute a gazelle just fucking nonchalantly strolls past him but he's half asleep and he's kind of going oh what the fuck's going on jesus huh and by the time he actually realizes that his dinner has just walked past him he kind of cops this he doesn't he's not close enough now it's after walking out of pounceable reach say but what and you know again this is all in my fucking brain so what is in my head is the lion sits there and and essentially thinks and says to himself if i just fucking stay here another gazelle could just come nonchalantly past Okay, so there's there's thought there. Now, again, I don't know exactly how that would work inside the mind of a lion because lions don't have language. And if you don't have language, you can't think. Okay, so, so think about that for a second. If you, can, if you don't have words, if you don't have command over the English language or any language for that matter, how are you supposed to think? Because we think in language. So here's another one for you to just fucking mull over maybe. Every so often less and less these days thankfully but every so often throughout our history human children have been literally raised by animals wolves are are more typical than usual and i'm sure there's probably a couple of primates that have done it as well but basically these kids grow up in the wild with literally raised by animals okay and they're somewhat less human and it can be terribly hard if not completely impossible to rehumanize them, for want of a better term. And a big part of this is they don't understand language, so you can't explain anything to them. Okay, but without understanding language, like if, if, you, if you got a knock on the head and you lost all your capability of language, you're still going to be able to convey the fact that you're fucking starving, or that you're thirsty, or that you're angry. Okay, because these things, we can convey certain... We can, we can convey our emotions. But again, our emotions are notoriously hard to, uh, to articulate, to describe, to put into words. That's because the, the mind is what speaks, but it's the soul is what feels. So it's very hard to describe a feeling. And it's mad because we typically in our society shower praise on people who can put their who can put words on their feelings, essentially. We call them fucking poets or artists or... It depends on your on your discipline, but, you know, musicians, bands, you know, rock stars, athletes, like even athletes. Like, I mean, an athlete scores a goal. He doesn't turn around and go, excellent, there's an extra point on the board. You know, he turns around and goes, fucking yeah! And you go, fucking yeah, right back! And I don't know how much of that fucking yeah. I don't know how much of that is language. I don't know how much of that is words. I think that's more 
more bass, fucking deeper. That's those kind of guttural sounds that we make, like the, the ones that are rhymed off the hums and the hums and the has and the hums and, and, and all those different things. Like they have undeniable meaning. I, I I can't think of a single argument against hmm being, you know, th- that tasted nice. Do you know that kind of way? Um, look, I fucking stand to be corrected. Broad sweeping generalizations alert. And holy shit, it's eight minutes and I have to get the fuck out of here. Lads, I'll chat to you soon. <laughs>